Hey, what's up, everybody? And welcome back to Black... That's the wrong one. (laughs) This is how many platforms I have. I forget which intro I'm supposed to be doing. But, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Keep Running with Kendra Stacy. I'm actually recording this as I do my own makeup, um, which, let me say this. If you are out there and you are thinking about doing a podcast and you're hesitating because you don't have proper equipment and you need to get the right mic and you need to do this and you need to do that, you're making that up because you're scared and you don't really want to do it. Because, baby, there's so much tech, so much technology out there. I'm literally recording on my phone through the Anchor app, which is what I send my podcast through, um, recording this as I do my own makeup. Um, and I'm pretty sure the quality is going to be good. <laughs> Cross his fingers. But um, I say all that to say, child, just launch that podcast and see what happens, girl, guy, man, woman, gender nonconforming, if that's you. Um, just go ahead and launch the podcast. So um, I'm excited to be back with you guys again for another episode. I'm still kind of riding the wave of having so many amazing things take off from my life right now. Um, and I wanted to talk a little bit about um, this book I read. I didn't finish reading the whole thing, but yeah, sorry. Um, but this book called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. Um, I'm a big fan of Kev on Stage, his podcast and different content and um, that whole camp there. And for a little minute, everyone in his camp, again, was reading this book. So I decided to give it a try as well. Um, One part in particular of this book, because it talks about, you know, how you take your big leap into your zone of excellence, how you go from, you know, just being comfortable with what you're doing and to really like rocking with your your realm, right? And being who um, you really were designed to be. But as the book builds up to this part, um, there's this other interesting segment where the author talks about Um, how we each have an internal thermostat, if you will, that um, self-corrects us. And it's totally um, unconscious, right? You can't put your finger on it. None of us really know we're doing it. But this internal thermostat that tells us, um, it it corrects us into feeling like what we're comfortable with. Uh, Just like your traditional thermostat would do for your AC system at your house, right? So um, some of the analogies and how he applies this in the book, which I thought was like mind blowing and wanted to share with each of you, was that um, the thermostat will adjust. So say you're experiencing like overwhelmingly good news and everything is going great in your life and your relationship is working out perfect and, you know, everything is just good. And you've probably been here, I'm here, I'm, you know, we've all done it. And you, you start to brace yourself for something bad that's going to happen. You kind of tell yourself like, ah, things going too good right now. You know, like, I know I'm not the only person who has whispered that to yourself. Like, oh, everything, everything is going my way. Like what, what, what's about to go wrong? What's about to happen? And that's your internal thermostat telling you that I can't be experiencing this much happiness. I got to have some sadness. I got to be upset. I got to, something got to go wrong because this level of happiness, not used to, not comfortable with, don't deserve even, and you are, I got to correct this. And so without even uh, acknowledging it, without even knowing you're doing it, you'll start to 
take that happiness away from yourself. Level yourself off. Bring your happiness down to a level that, you know, you could be comfortable with, right? Um, he also talked about, like, financially. So I know I kind of run into this circle sometimes, too, where you would have saved up so much money, like, got all the dollars, honey. Savings account looking good. And it's like, whoa, I'm, I'm rolling in the dough. Like, I got money. I'm doing it. And then all of a sudden, you look up. And it's like, where did all my money go? And it's that self-correction, that internal thermostat that was like, I don't deserve to have this much money. I don't deserve to be this successful. Um, I shouldn't have my stuff all together as much as I have it right now. I'm going to just ruin it. And before you look, you started spending on this, spending on that, kind of easing up on your spending habits, um, changing what you were doing to get you to the place that you felt comfortable with. And now, boom, we back at that struggle, struggle bus, struggle city, struggle temperature that really feels more comfortable for those of us that kind of grew up rough and tough like that. Sometimes those struggle moments be like, I, I know how to make, I know how to make it work. I know how to make a dollar out of 15 cents. Um, I know how to stretch this out until I get paid again. And we try to go back to that comfortable spot because the idea of just having overwhelming success of things just going right and going right so often gets nerve-wracking, gets crazy, starts to feel uneasy. And so I wanted to talk about that a little bit today because that's kind of the space I'm in as I've, you know, talked about having the new job, still out here trying to date and, you know, having its good and bad moments, but hey, that happens. Um, but just when things start taking off and things are happening in your life, you start to brace for the bad things that are you believe are coming. And what the book, the author of the book offers and what I've adopted in, in my own adult life. So as someone who overthinks everything and will spin on an idea, be it good, be it bad, be it negative, be it positive, I will just spin cycle on something. Oftentimes what I have to do, and my, my therapist has approved <laughs> this, um, but I oftentimes have to interrupt what I'm thinking. Um, interrupt my negative thoughts, interrupt my spirals with something more positive, something that... Um, it's better for me, right? So it's not, don't stay in the toxic thought. We're going to interrupt it. Um, so I'll, I'll admit, I haven't mastered not having bad thoughts, right? I haven't mastered not thinking negatively. I haven't mastered um, not having anxiety or not having fears or um, not being sad. I haven't mastered not having the thought completely. But what I can say is I've mastered building up a number of tools and a wealth of resources to be able to say I can interrupt that thought when it comes up. So one, I can see it. I can acknowledge it that, hey, that thought ain't good. Hey, we're not about to go down this spiral. We're not about to think this negative thing about ourselves. Interrupt it. After I acknowledge it, I can interrupt it and say, instead, X, Y, Z. So for me, with this kind of internal thermostat, again, what the author recommended and then what I've done is interrupt that that little voice that says like, oh, something bad must be on the horizon because things going so good for me. And it's like, why can't things just be going good? And quite frankly, my new one is, this ain't even all that. <laughs> like Really being able to say to myself, like, why can't it just keep going good for you? Because this ain't even the best just yet. Like, we just scratching the surface. So I'm going to need you to calm down thinking, like, this is just the best that you've ever seen. Because better is coming. Okay? 
better days are coming, the best is yet to come, like, girl, we not about to think something bad is on the horizon because we ain't even seen good yet. <laughs> we ain't even seen great yet. Um, and so I'll interrupt that negative thought that says, like, I can't be this happy right now to say, why not? Like, why can you not just be this happy right now? Why can you not be um, just overwhelmed with blessings? Like, literally, I have gone to church my whole life and always said that, like, you know, Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And then abundantly starts happening. And it's like, whoa, hey, I don't like that. <laughs> okay. Like, I don't know what it is. Uh, many of us won't say it out loud, but hey, I'm your girl, Kendra, to give you words to um, what you're feeling. And it is that we'll we'll be comfortable with one blessing or one blessing that we're kind of used to seeing. But it, when it's those blessings that are like knocking your socks off and they kind of hit you consistently, you start to want to correct that, like shrink that, like, hold on, Jesus, I don't know. I don't know if y'all forgot who this is down here, but <laughs> it, it's just Ken. Y'all doing a lot for me right now. What, what's about to happen? Um, and, it, and it's so crazy how we can feel like with every good thing that happens to us, we've earned some bad instead of acknowledging like, bro, I done been through some things. I done came out of some things. I done worked hard for some things. I earned the good things, right? I don't know what it is. And maybe I need to unpack it more. I have failed to acknowledge all the good things that I have earned. So yes, there are, you know, definitely those blessings that kind of come out of nowhere, come out of left field, but you be earning some stuff. Like you be earning blessings. You be earning the shout outs you get. You be earning, the, you know, the highlights and the the people sewing into your life and people treating you like low key. Like I, I think so many of us can't see that part because you're just used to being on the doing side that especially when people you know, oh no, I want to treat you. Or I want to, I want to do this for you. It's like, bro, I, I low key earned it. <laughs> it sounds crazy to say out loud, but like, I earned that. I deserve that. I'm worthy of that. And just sitting in that is, is something that I'm trying to work on with myself now that with every good thing that happens to me, like there's no bad around the corner. That's not how this works. And that's just what I tell myself because I need to be seeing even gooder. <laughs> I need even gooder. You talking about bad being around the corner. You just scratching the surface with the good stuff. Okay. You, we got a lot of work to do here. So that's just the space I'm in. And I wonder if other people are like me where you have to remind yourself that you deserve good and that the good you are receiving doesn't run out. And I don't know that I've ever heard someone say that out loud, where it's like my thermostat, which of course, none of us acknowledge we had. I didn't even have the words for this until I read this book. Um, but this thermostat that tells you, you know, pipe down, don't get too hyped, don't get excited, because bad is coming. Um, and it's kind of scary, too, when you have to acknowledge your childhood traumas and how that impacts it. Um, one of the stories in the book as well. So child, y'all gonna have to get this book. But one of the stories in the book talks about how um, it was like siblings. And one sibling was just always achieving, really great kid. Um, and I'm paraphrasing, so it might not be verbatim this story, but this is what I got from it. 
So one kid was just really achieving, doing all this great stuff, um, getting praise, accolades, and all that stuff. And he had gotten so many praises that it started to make the other sibling feel bad, essentially. And so when this other sibling who wasn't as achieving started feeling bad, this the sibling that was achieving would get uh, reprimanded or some, you know, some kind of repercussions or talked to by the parents to be like, you know, you could be proud of your achievement, but don't see, I know y'all heard this. You could be proud of what you did, but don't rub it in that person's face. Right. So in that moment, as you know, a parent and our parents do the best they can, but as a parent is trying to acknowledge the hurt feelings of one child and get them to, you know, to show sympathy to them or, you know, to be on their side or, you know, just look out for their baby. Um, they've now taught the other child, like, be successful, but not too successful. Be happy, but not too happy. Um, you deserve good things, but not too many good things. Um, and I wonder how many of us have the same kind of story with, like, our lives where I, I was told, you know, be smart, but don't be too smart. Be you know, happy about what's going on in your life, but don't be too happy. Cause then, you know, you don't want to make other people feel away. And it's like, baby, I don't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> I, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. I, I really don't have nothing to do with how you feel. Um, over there, no shade, no tea, no tea, no shade, no pink lemonade. <laughs> but it's really how we will, again, shrink ourselves, minimize our lives, and even wish bad, wish negativity on ourselves just so we can correct and and get to that place of, I deserve, this is the amount of happiness that I deserve, right? This is the amount of celebration that I can have, and that is it, right? Um, He even talked about, so this one, I didn't get to this one yet, but he talked about in relationships, as like couples, there was one couple that he talked about he was working with, the author was working with, and they had just been having so much good. Like the relationship was work going well. I think they worked together um in the business and things are going well. Business is going well, relationship going well, everything is just well, well, well. And then their internal thermostat was like, We are too happy. <laughs> As a couple, we are just loving each other too much. Something's not right here. Let's mess this up. Um, and I think the example in the book was the wife started feeling like the husband was like flirting with employees. And it was like, girl, what? Like, you know, this man is not flirting with no employees. But your internal thermostat, your mind, child, is a terrible thing to waste. But our minds are so powerful that we could all be looking at the same stimulus and have a totally different perception of it because um of you know what we want to see and what our brain is skewed what our bias is honey um so we confirm that bias with what we see regardless of what is actually there and so that was as a relationship you could even have a thermostat where it's like we're too happy right now so we need to have an argument and i don't again i know couples i haven't been in that type of relationship um but y'all know i'm trying to find a husband so i'll be looking at stuff like this um, but people in relationships where it'd be like, dang, we was just doing good. And now we arguing and it all went to hell in the handbasket. Like what happened to us? It could very well be your thermostat telling you that 
no relationship. Oh, y'all see, we all know this. No relationship is that happy. Every, you know, everybody gotta argue. You can, you can't handle no relationship and not argue. It's like again, interrupted. Why not? Why we gotta be arguing? Why we gotta be yelling? Why we gotta be cussing each other out? Why can't we just be super duper okie dokie? <laughs> um, you know, just commercially, you know, reality not reality TV, but maybe scripted TV, sitcom happy. There it is. Why can't we just be sitcom happy as a couple? Who told us that we had to be arguing or we're not happy? And it's probably someone who wasn't happy told you that because they always arguing and they try to make peace with their situation by saying, oh, well, couples always argue. And again, it's those things now in my adult life where I'm having to acknowledge like, bro, who made that up? Like, who who told me that? Where did I get that from? Who made that rule up that I have to be arguing and not well with my partner to be happy? Like, that's such trash. That's such a trash mentality. That's such a, a bad ideology. I'm sure it came from someone who was trying to survive the trauma of being in a, a unhappy relationship who would tell themselves, like, well, I guess this is just what people go through, right? And they try to make peace with their own situation. And then that becomes a, a, a standard. Or that becomes the the measure by which we have relationships in the future. I just think it's such crap. I don't think I we all have to subscribe to that thought because someone had a crappy relationship that was full of arguing all the time. Um, but how quickly we adopt that versus the person that walks around saying, "Me and my partner don't ever argue. We don't we don't do the fighting." And you hear that person, you like, man. So y'all just perfect. Y'all don't ever argue. And it's like, we not perfect, but is we, you know, slamming doors, punching walls, um, can't speak to each other, got issues and, you know, deep stuff and all of that? No, we happy. <laughs> and we don't, it's so crazy how we don't want to ex- believe that person, right? We don't want to hear that. That's crap. That's a lie. They lying. They fronting. They know they got issues. They lying to us, y'all. They, ain't keep, they not keeping it real. Um, but the one that's like, nah, we just argued on the car right over here. Yeah, that's real. Right? Like, how does that help? That helps reinforce our thermostats that we've built up over time to say like, yep, see, that's a couple that I look up to and they be arguing. So I know we got an argument coming soon. It it does not have to be so is how I feel. Um, I was having this conversation with my best friend's sister, who now is my sister. I've now adopted her. So, <laughs> um, but we were having this conversation just about like how big the universe is. Um, I appreciated her for letting me be on my kind of extraterrestrial tip. Cause if you get to know me, I'm really into that. Like the universe is a great big old place and we've yet to discover everything, but I'm not gonna give that away on here because I don't know. I mean, I know y'all, but I don't really know y'all. <laughs> just kidding. I'm going to wait a few more episodes before I, I let y'all into to that part of me. Um, but I was talking to her about, we were talking, both of us were talking about like just how big this world is, this universe is, how we're all just on a floating rock in the middle of the universe, um, in the middle of a galaxy, in the middle of whatever else this stuff is. But like you think about all of that and it's like we have to subscribe to a, someone else's way of thinking. Like, bro, you're not about to tell me how to operate on Earth because Earth is big. And yes, I said Earth, (laughs) E-A-R-F, but Earth 
it's big. And I'm going to just take what you gave me as the rule of thumb, as all that it is, there is to know and the way I have to operate. Yeah, out of here. That's not how this works. So I just try to interrupt my own thoughts, um, especially when things are going good. Because I don't know what it is. It get, you be trying to dark, you be trying to darken up the place when things are going good. I mean, things when things are going bad, we be so comfy, cozy in the bad. You be like, yep, I knew it. I knew everything was going to go to crap and I knew I was going to be unhappy. So now let me just work my way through that and I'll get through it. And, you know, you post your Instagram memes and um, got to have somebody talk you through it. And no, I, child, I know exactly what I need to do when I'm going through. So I'm sure everybody has their little kit. Of this my go through. This my this is the decor for my pity party. I usually blow up <laughs> six balloons and all of that. Like we are so comfortable with the negative and being in the dumps and being down and not being happy. Then saying like, bro, this is an ex- explosive time in my life, and I'm still not even done. All right, like it, it, we got a few more. It's gonna be an explosion, man. Okay, we got a few more explosions to go. Um, I really don't feel like I've seen the best. So let me stop trying to self-correct or adjust my thermostat to getting down in the dumps. We didn't, child, we ain't even heated up yet. Okay. That fire ain't on high yet, baby. With all the good things that I feel like I deserve, feel like I've worked for, feel like are on the horizon for me. Like it, it, we ain't even hit. So I'm not bracing for the negative. I'm not bracing for nothing bad. I'm bracing for more and more positive, more and more good, more and more advancements, promotions, okay, increase. And and that's what I'm going after. So if you're like me, please interrupt your thoughts and just tell your thoughts to shut up sometimes. <laughs> because just because you think it don't mean it's right. One, um, I had a friend of mine, we had that conversation before about like um, your brain a lot of times is, you know, I'm not going to come from my own brain, but your brain is trying to protect you, right? It's trying to keep you um, surviving, keep you going. And so sometimes your brain will remember, I remember how down in the dumps you were and how that hurt you and how that, you know, really rocked you to the core. And I don't want you to have that feeling. So I'm going to protect you by not allowing you to be happy right now. Because the last time you were sad, you was you was sad. So I'm going to protect you. I got you. I'm going to help you. I'm going to keep us surviving. <laughs> I'm a survivor and keep on surviving. Um, I'm going to do that by not allowing you to be happy, right? Just in case you're let down. And, and, and that way we can get through it. I'm going to soften the blow, if you will. Um, but that's just your brain trying to be in survival mode. And I'm, I'm, I'm a challenge all of us. Just let that thing crash and burn. Who cares? <laughs> Just for once. I know situations do hurt us and get us down. Um, and everything doesn't feel good. Everything doesn't feel well um, all the time. But, hey, we're going to enjoy the good times while we got them. Okay? And I mean enjoy them just to to the to the to the the 18th power i don't know why 18 that's not really a lot but that's the number i came up with um <laughs> enjoy it to the fullest and then just tell your brain 
girl, we got through it last time. And maybe I caught talk to my brain like that. But um, we got through it last time. We'll get through it again if it happens. But it might not. It shall not. It won't. It will not. That's the other way to say it, Kendra. Anyway, <laughs> just tell your brain that I know you're trying to save me. I know you're trying to protect me by not having me enjoy this to the fullest because the last time when it when I was disappointed and let down, I was really hurt. But we we get through it each time. Every time it happens. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. There you go. That's a little a little, a little, free song for you, for your holy mind. So with that, <laughs> that was a nice little uh, benediction, benediction song um, to keep you going. So if you're listening to this while you're getting ready for your day, or getting ready to go out, or whatever you're doing, honey, please know that, that you deserve every good thing. Every good thing, you deserve it. It's on its way to you, so please be prepared for it. It's chasing you down. Your season of decline is over, and if it is just raining, blessings right now, baby, get ready, okay? It's a it's a tropical storm, a hurricane is on the way, Okay? Um, so please be prepared for all the great things that are happening in your life. It's you have you have yet, okay, baby. You 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 just scratching the surface, but the best is yet to come. So I hope <laughs> I hope you hold on to that because it is. I believe it for you. I'm praying for you. I'm I'm rooting for you. I'm cheering you on. The best is yet to come, and I love you. There's nothing you can do about it. Keep running. <laughs>